Alhamdulillah Hamdan Hamda Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika la Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh An nasihu al-ameen Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Taala, I wanted to give a reminder. Because perhaps there are individuals who are unaware And perhaps there are other individuals who would benefit from this reminder The topic of this short reminder and its title Is a reminder about thanksgiving to those who harbor misgivings and the reason this title was chosen is because a misgiving is that which will cause an individual to have doubts or to be apprehensive about a particular affair and there are many individuals who have doubts concerning the Islamic ruling as relates to Thanksgiving and also the category of holiday in which this falls under so ta'ala, we want to look at just a few proofs and evidences that are related to this topic overall and in general as related to holidays of the non-Muslims in general before getting into that let us be reminded that Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He has blessed us and He has guided us to Islam and let us be reminded of the, the ni'mah the bounty of the deen of Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in His noble book inna deena indallahi al-islam that verily the only religion that is accepted by Allah is Islam. The only religion with Allah is Islam. And Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has guided us to Islam. He has guided us to this deen. This deen in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرِ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهِ and whoever desires other than the deen, other than the way of life, other than the religion of Islam as a deen, as a religion way of life, that it will never be accepted from them. It would never ever be accepted from them. 
Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has guided us to Islam, He has guided us to be Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His noble book, He says, Al-Yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum, wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati, wa radaytu lakum al-Islam deena. And on this day I have completed my favor upon you, perfected your religion, and I am pleased that you have Islam as your deen, as your way of life, as your religion. So Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has guided us to the deen of Islam. He has guided us to that which He accepts. He has guided us to that which He is pleased with. He has guided us to that which all of his prophets and his messengers were upon he has guided us to the way of salvation so the one of sound mind and intellect they will cling on to the teachings of the deen of al-islam they will cling on to that which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with and guided them to they will cling on to that which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has sent his messengers to explain what it is that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to show us the way. So alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-Islam wa sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah. It is incumbent that we understand and we realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has sufficed us and he has made us free and independent of meeting any type of deen, any type of guidance, any type of guidelines that are outside of foreign to and alien to that which he has revealed inside of the book and inside of the sunnah. We have what suffices us. We are not lacking we are not wanting, we are not missing out on anything. So we have no need for that which Allah Ta'ala has saved us from. We don't need it. The Prophet وسلم, he made it abundantly clear that the imitation of the disbelievers is not an option and in particular what is understood by the imitation of the disbelievers it means imitating them in that which is particular unto them imitating them to that which is particular unto them that which is a hallmark of their way of life a hallmark of theirs we are not allowed to imitate them in the likes of these things and I want us to understand this ruling in general so that we understand perhaps a little better. The Prophet وسلم, he said in a hadith that's mutafaqun alayhi and it's from the hadith of Ibn Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma faqala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khaliful mushrikeen the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said be contrary to the polytheist be different from the polytheist be contrary be different from the polytheist is there anyone except that they understand clearly what that means and what that entails 
be different from them. And those things that they do that is a hallmark, that is that which they are known by, that which distinguishes them, a distinguishing factor, characteristic and or practice of theirs, then we are to do different. We are to do different. Now, doing different does not mean nor imply participating. Because participating will not be being different. But participation will mean to agreements, will mean to be the same, will mean to coincide. Where we have been called to be different, to be contrary unto them. Also the Prophet ﷺ, he said in a hadith that has been collected by Abu Dawood. And it's on the authority also of Ibn Umar. Radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من تشبه بقوم فهو منهم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said whoever imitates a people then he is from them whoever imitates a people then he is from them this with, the, this with and within itself should cause a Muslim to hesitate and to, should give him pause should cause him to stop to make sure that they are not imitating the kuffar and that which is particular unto them, that which is a hallmark of theirs, that which is a hallmark of their way of life, in particular to their way of life, that we should not be imitating them in that. Because whoever were to do so, the Prophet wasallam is saying that whoever imitates a people, then he is from them. Now, there is not a single one from amongst us who will want to be from the kuffar on the Day of Judgment. So why would we want to be like them in this world? Again, in that which is particular unto them, that which is known, or that which they are known by, we should say. So it is incumbent that we reflect upon the likes of these narrations, and that we mold our lives in light of them, and we structure our lives and our behavior in light of them, because alhamdulillah we have guidelines We have guidelines in the deen of al-Islam The Prophet sallallahu alayhi has taught us how to be good Muslims Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of the Quran He has taught us how to be good Muslims We have guidelines for how we live our lives It is not left up to our whims and desires It is not something that we have to guess at but rather it is that which we have clear guidance as it relates to it. Clear guidance, a clear structure of which we build our lives upon it. A firm foundation. A firm foundation that leads to nothing but excellence. So it is incumbent that we live our lives accordingly. Now, I want you to keep these texts in mind in general. I want you to keep these texts in mind in general. Because for the naysayers, for those who try to come in and, 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 and to try to cast doubt or to try to offer some kind of beautifying speech which will indicate a permissibility of partaking in the likes of these things, then we have to ask these individuals, first and foremost, what will you do with these two narrations? Be different. Be contrary, contradict the polytheist. What do you do with that narration? What do you do with the narration? Whoever imitates the people is from them. Man tashabbaha biqawmin 
فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ Whoever imitates a people, he is from them. What do you do with that narration as relates to a particular Thanksgiving? Which is a holiday which is American in its origin is a regional holiday. It's not a global holiday, but it's a regional holiday that the Americans are known by. That is a hallmark of the American lifestyle. That is particular to the Americans. And we know that their foundation is that they are from the people of the book. And the people of the book are kuffar. The people of the book, they are disbelievers. So, how can we reconcile between the doubts in which these naysayers throw out there and the likes of these texts? Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of His noble book as it comes in Surah Al-Furqan verse 72 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says what translated means and those who do not witness falsehood and if they pass by some evil play or talk evil speech they pass by it with dignity they pass by it with dignity here in this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is informing us that the believers they do not partake in zur they do not partake in falsehood they are not witness to falsehood right I want you to reflect on this now also Allah Ta'ala informs us that the believers the believers who he's praising here in this ayah when they encounter falsehood not that they're searching for it not that they're seeking it out not that they're intending it but when they come upon it they pass by it they do not sit they do not participate they do not join in but they pass by it they pass by the evil talk they pass by the evil play they pass by the evil speech with what with dignity they pass by it they don't sit they don't partake they don't join in they don't congratulate they pass by it why because they don't witness it they're not going to allow themselves to give witness to it so now i want us to reflect upon this as well and perhaps what would help us better understand will be to better understand what is Zur. The scholars from the first generations, how have they described Zur based upon what they have learned from the companions, based upon what the companions have learned from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? What is Zur? Let us first look at a statement that, that Al-Khalal, he brings in Al-Jami' Bismadihi An Muhammad ibn Sirin Fi qawlihi ta'ala Walladheena la yashhadoon al-zur It is 
been narrated by Al-Khalal or collected by Al-Khalal in his in Al-Jami' with, with the chain in which he brought therein on the authority of Muhammad bin Sinin as relates to Allah's statement and those who do not witness Zur the translation of Allah's statement and those who do not witness Zur what is Zur? Ibn Sirin Rahimahullah Ta'ala he mentioned huwa Ash-Sha'anin that Zur is Ash-Sha'anin meaning Palm Sunday right so for the person that he was speaking to that had asked him or that he was educating about that which enters into the meaning of this ayah he explained it is Sha'anin Palm Sunday Naam so for those who have notes, I want you to write this down inside of your notes so that we can understand and we get some of the statements from the Salaf as relates to how they explain what is Zor, right? So that's the first one, Palm Sunday. وَقَالَ Mujahid And Mujahid, he said, هُوَ أَعْيَادُ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And Mujahid, he said, it is the Holidays of the polytheist. It's the holidays of the polytheist. So now let's just let's pause for a minute and let's go back, because there are some Muslims out there who they bring a lot of doubts, because they are plagued with doubts and ignorance, a gross amount of ignorance, in which in many cases, unfortunately, is compounded ignorance. And they'll say, but the the people of the book. The people of the book, yani, they're different, right? No, wrong. Muhammad al-Sainian, he said, it means Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is a holiday of who? Of the Christians. The Christians are from who? Are from the people of the book. So these are those who do not witness the holidays, what? Of the people of the book, and in particular, and in specific, as he mentioned, Palm Sunday. But it's not just restricted to Palm Sunday, as we will come to see. Mujahid, he mentioned, he said that what is meant by it, is in general the holidays of the polytheist in general the holidays of the polytheists now in Eid is that which takes place annually which takes place yearly so those yearly festivals of the polytheist we are not allowed because every yearly occurrence every yearly festival will fall into the meaning of Eid will fall into the meaning of Eid that which takes place annually and if you were to see from his statement, Ayyadul Mushrikeen, he does not specify the Eid that is religious and the Eid that is secular. He does not specify, meaning the Eid that is a pure religious yani, uh, 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 festival or, or, or holiday where they spend their time and their places of worship and so on and so forth. And those Eids where it's filled with fun and games. Those Eids that are filled with fun and games, right? And, and I want us to, to really understand that point because some of the misguided individuals, they try to assert that if the holiday is not a religious holiday, if it is a secular holiday, then it is okay. If it is just a day of 
fun and amusement, uh, just a secular holiday with no quote unquote religious attachments, then it's then it's okay, it's fine, right? No, wrong. Wrong. Because the you don't find any specification that will break down Yani and make this distinction. That if it's religious, no, but if it's not religious, then it's okay. We can see this from that incident that had taken place when the Prophet وسلم, and this hadith has been collected by Abu Dawood and others, where the Prophet وسلم, when he came to Medina and, and it's on the authority of Anas bin Malik, that the Prophet وسلم, he came to Al Medina and it had two days. They had two days where it was just fun and enjoyment throughout those days. Fun and enjoyment in those days, right? It is not mentioned here that there was any type of religious significance that were connected to these days or anything like that. These were days were amusement, fun and enjoyment, amusement. So the, so the Prophet وسلم, he said, What are these two days? They said in Jahiliyyah we used to yani, play around on these days. We used to play and have amusement upon these uh, in these days, right? So again, it, they used to have play and amusement on these days where in Jahiliyyah. So did the Prophet وسلم, did he respond to them by saying, "Okay, well that's fine because it's just playing amusement. It's, there's no religious significance attached to it, uh, so on and so forth." Did is that what the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said? No, but rather he said. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله قد أبدلكم بهما خيرا منهما منهما خيرا منهما يوم الأضحى ويوم الفطر that verily, the Prophet وسلم, he said what means verily indeed Allah has replaced those two days with two which are better Allah has replaced those two days with two days that are better يوم الأضحى ويوم الفطر the day of الأضحى and the day of الفطر meaning عيد الأضحى وعيد الفطر نعم so these are being replaced so now we see that what we see here in this text that just because quote unquote it has no religious significance and it's just a secular day then it's okay no this hadith says it's not so now what do you do with this narration to the naysayers all the naysayers, what do you do with this narration now? Which dispels and debunks this erroneous theory and this erroneous differentiation between quote unquote secular and quote unquote religious. No. Whether it's religious, whether it's secular, we are not allowed to partake in the holidays of the polytheist. Ma'am? وكذلك عن الربيع بن أنس and also الربيع بن أنس and likewise الربيع بن أنس رحمه الله تعالى he mentioned قال أعياد المشركين it means the holidays of the disbelievers of the polytheists the holidays of the polytheists so I don't want anyone to mistakenly think that Mujahid was the only one who had that opinion. No, but rather this was held by other than him. 
And this was widely understood by the Salaf. Wa Abu Shaykh al Asbahani, he narrates Bisnadi, Fi Shurut al Ahli Dhimma, Anid Bahak, Fi Kawrihi Ta'ala, Walladina la Yashhadun al Zur. And likewise, Abu Shaykh al Asbahani, he brings with his chain inside of the book entitled Shurut Ahli Dhimma. Only, or a narration of Duhak where he mentioned as it relates to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will translate it means and they do not witness Zur he said Zur means Eidul Mushrikeen the holiday of the polytheists and Abi Sinan and Duhak as relates to Allah Ta'ala's statement, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ اي كَنَامُ الشِّرْكِ Those who do not witness Zur, Zur, here he says it means the speech of polytheism, the speech of shirk, the speech that entails shirk. وَبِسْنَادِهِ عَنْ جُبَيْرِ عَنْ ضُحَاكِ وَعَنْ ضُحَاكِ He said, it means Ayyadul Mushrikeen. That it means the holidays of the polytheists. Warawa bisnadihi an Amr bin Murra. And he narrates, he brings with its chain the statement of Amr. Bin Murrah, where he said it means that you do, we do not witness la yashhaduna zur, naam. We do not witness, and he's explaining, going into more detail of what it means to not to witness, right? He says la yumaliuna ahl shirk ala shirkihim, wa la yuxalitunahum. He says we do not support the people of polytheism the people of shirk upon their shirk we do not support them in their shirk and we do not mix with them and we do not mix with them huh? so now when you look at the understanding of these great imams from the tabi'in we see that they all understood that we do not partake we do not participate we do not enjoin in the holidays of the disbelievers. So now with that being the case, the question has to be, these people now who come and who try to say that Thanksgiving is different and it is okay for us to partake in it, how would they give answer to the understanding of these great imams from the Tabi'een? How can they get away? How can they negate all of what was mentioned from their understandings? Because if we were to, if we were to investigate or to propose whose understanding is greater, who would who who would we think the understanding of the early imams of the Deen or the understanding of these individuals all the way now in this day and time of ours? Bilashakubilarayb. 
the understanding of the Salaf is correct because they were more knowledgeable and they feared Allah more and they understood better and they understood better but let us look because they said different things so let us look and say okay well how do we bring all of these things together are these things contradictions within themselves or, or what how do we understand because one said it was Palm Sunday the other one said it's the holidays of the Kuffar the other one said it was uh, Shirk and there are other statements as well when you look at the when you look at the statements of the uh, Imams of the Tabi'een as relates to what is the meaning of Zur you had from them those who said what was aforementioned you have from them those who said that it was yani innuhu, yani innuhu Shirk that it is Shirk itself we do not witness Shirk Naam you had others who said oh, we do not witness the, the idols that were in the time of Jahiliyyah so anything that is connected or related to that we do not you know, uh, uh, indulge in that and in some of them they said that verily it is music it is music and those gatherings of music and uh, those places of music and, and so on and so forth and gatherings dedicated to that or gatherings where music is being played that we do not witness that we do not partake in that we do not deal with that we do not enjoy in that right and all of these things are mentioned by them and, uh, and there is no difference of opinion there is no difference in reality as relates that in essence they are all describing the same thing and trying to point you to the same concept because when it comes to Zur, you'll find this is what's called Ikhtilaf to nowhere. This is an Ikhtilaf where there are various meanings that all are correct. Because all of these meanings can exist with the others. It does not necessitate that one is there and not the other. So, could it entail Shirk and the speech of Shirk? And false things that were worshipped in Jahiliyyah and music and the uh, and the uh, holidays of the disbelievers? Well, of course. So, when Muhammad ibn Sinin said it is Palm Sunday, that's correct. Why? Because all of those things that were mentioned fall into that. Palm Sunday, is it from the holidays of the disbelievers? Yes, that, that, that box is checked. Is there the speech of shirk that happens on that day? Yes, that box is checked off. Is there shirk in general that happens on that day from actions and so on and so forth? Yes, that box is checked off. Are there false things that are worshipped any uh, present there on that day? Yep, that box is checked off. Is there music and the like present on that day? Yep, that box there is checked off. So on and so forth. So you see when he said that, yani, it was encompassing all of it. And uh, Sheikh Raslan, Ta'ala, he explains that there is no contradiction between these uh, yani interpretations and between the explanations of what it mean, of what zur is why because the way of the salaf when they gave tafsir it was like this that the the person given the answer, the sheikh, the imam, so on and so forth, when he gave the answer, he will mention to an individual 
something from the type he would mention to an individual an aspect of what was being discussed that which was of need of the one listening so he would benefit the listener by mentioning an aspect of the overall concept so that that individual could understand and benefit it was for that individual's benefit so they will point out to them and at sometimes specify certain aspects and components of the overall concept for the benefit of the person that was asking the question or that they were addressing so that they will benefit because they needed to hear that particular thing so to bring it closer to their understanding or to give an understanding of an aspect so that a person can understand better the overall concept so they would give him an example of the overall concept by pointing at somebody's yani specific so that the person can understand in general the overall concept of what was being discussed does that make sense so they will speak to the people on the level of their intellects they will address them in that which was more suitable for them to understand the overall and general meaning so they would give them examples of specific things that related to the overall topic so that they understood in general. So when you come back and you say that the yani falsehood then is the speech of shirk, so on and so forth. You, you in your mind have an understanding of what is falsehood. So now to specify and to point out and to highlight certain things that enter into and fall under the banner of falsehood, it further benefits the person listening and highlights certain key things that perhaps will benefit that individual specifically and others in his situation specifically and that's why they will mention certain things now and highlight certain things at times to certain people in certain audiences and so on and so forth because it benefited those who were listening so no there's no contradiction why because in general all of the aforementioned things they fall under the banner of falsehood <laughs> now they fall under the banner of falsehood but in particular, one thing that we kept hearing over and over was what was Ayyad al-Mushrikeen, Ayyad al-Kuffar, was the holidays of the Kuffar, the holidays of the Kuffar, right? And in particular, as relates to the aforementioned hadith, مَنْ تَشَبَّهَ بِقَوْمٍ فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ Whoever imitates a people is from them. You have from the ulama those who point out that this is specifically, it's general and it encompasses everything in general, but specifically and even more so in those things that are religious hallmarks of the kuffar, then even more so specifically we have to stay away from them. Then even more so and in specific, those things that are related to their religious practices, we have to avoid them. Okay, that makes sense? So now when it comes back to Thanksgiving, when it comes back to Thanksgiving, we realize that this holiday within within itself is a religious holiday. It is a religious holiday. Okay? Even if after the fact, even if after the fact, even if not quote unquote sanctioned, tolerated and encouraged by the church, is Thanksgiving. Even a person would say, well, no, it's not particularly sanctioned per se or so on and so forth. Yeah? But it is tolerated, encouraged uh, by the church. When you look at the aspect of Thanksgiving, how is it not religious? How is it secular? 
Because secular will mean to be devoid of any type of connections or ties to religion. Is that the case when it comes to showing thanks? Is it devoid from any type of religious ties? Now, I don't want to get into the history of Thanksgiving and those you know, Christians who you know, uh, uh, came up with it. I don't want to get into all that. But when one were to do, or if one were to look into the annals of history to see what were the motivating factors and why they even came up with such a thing and so on and so forth, then it will be clear that there were some religious ties and aspects to it. But let's put that to the side. Let's put that to the side. Because we're speaking amongst ourselves, Muslims, right? As Muslims. As Muslims. Is showing thanks something from the religion or no? Is showing thanks a religious act or not? Undoubtedly, showing thanks is a religious act. <laughs> no one in their right mind would doubt that. That showing thanks is a religious act. And we have been directed as to how we show our thanks. The Prophet وسلم, he came to teach us how to show thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the way of the Prophet وسلم, is the best way, is the finest way. Right? We know this. That the best guidance, the finest guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is the only way. Especially when we're talking about religious things. That's the only way. How do we show thanks unto Allah? The only way we show thanks unto Allah is the way that was taught to us by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man amila. Whoever does an action that does not have on it our command is rejected. It won't be accepted. Naam. So when it comes to showing thanks, did the Prophet make a meal and a banquet and gather family and friends and so on and so forth and say this is how you show thanks? Did we learn this from the Prophet Of course no, the answer is no. Because he وسلم, never did it. The Sahaba never did it. This, they, they didn't do this. This was not from the way in which that yani, the, 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 the Prophet ﷺ told us how to show thanks on this particular day and, and, and the like. By gathering together, eating certain types of foods and so on and so forth. And, huh? SubhanAllah, he never did it. Because why? This is not from the ways that the Muslim shows thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Did the Prophet ever specify a day and someone come and say, okay, well, no, no, it wasn't yeah, the, uh, uh, November, yeah, the last Thursday in November, but, yeah. Okay, so did the Prophet specify any day of the year and designate that day for the day of thanks? Yawmul Shukr. Did the Prophet ﷺ designate any day of the calendar year and say this is the day that we show thanks? Is that a thing? No, it is not. So the singling out of a day to show thanks is not from the guidance of Muhammad ﷺ. He didn't show us that. He didn't teach us that. Why? Because we are supposed to show thanks daily. Every single day. 
multiple times a day we're supposed to be showing thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is not restricted to this one day of the year being good to 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 the family and joining family ties is not restricted to just one day of the year no this is throughout the year throughout the year also what shows us that showing thanks is from the din is something that is religious Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages us with, with, with it commands us with it and shows us the severe threat of those who don't establish it those who show ingratitude right Allah ta'ala he commands us to show thanks and then he warns us of the severe threat of those who do not show thanks Allah and also of the benefit of those who, who show thanks and some of the reward they'll get for those who do show thanks Allah ta'ala he says وَإِذْ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ Allah Ta'ala he says in Surah Ibrahim Allah Ta'ala he says what means And when تَأَذَّنَ تَأَذَّنَ أَيْ أَعْلَمَ وَوَعَدَ That's what تَأَذَّنَ means It means أَعْلَمَ وَوَعَدَ And when Allah taught you and when Allah promised you there's a promise from Allah there's a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was is that what that la in shakartum la azidannakum that if you show thanks if you show thanks then Allah will increase you Allah will increase you in bounty if you show thanks over the bounties of Allah Allah will increase you in bounty and the threat wala in kafartum but if you are ungrateful if you establish ingratitude inna adabi la shadid then verily my punishment is severe this is for those who do not show thanks so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to show thanks and has showed us some reward that those who show thanks will receive and he has warned us and cautioned us from being ungrateful and threaten those who are ungrateful that for them will be a painful punishment a severe punishment a severe torment so showing thanks is from the deen it's from the deen but Allah Ta'ala he says inna fi thalika la ayatin li kulli sabbarin shakur in that also Surah Ibrahim there is a Ayah, there is a lesson for everyone who is patient and thankful. For everyone who is patient and who is thankful. Naam. So the ulama they have taken from this, they have deduced from this, for sabr was shukr, humal iman. So sabr and shukr, then verily both of those are iman. So Iman, as Imam Ahmed, rahimullah ta'ala, he mentioned, فَالْإِيمَانْ nusfan. Faith, faith is two halves. نِصْفُهُ sabr وَنِصْفُهُ shukr. That faith is of two halves. Half of it is patience and half of it is showing thanks. So now, what's two halves? Faith. 
Iman, faith. So anything connected to faith, you want to tell me is not religious, it's secular? Okay. Faith is two halves. Half of it is patience and half of it is thankfulness, gratitude. There comes in a hadith from the Prophet وسلم, that further illustrates this. And from where the imams of the, of the deen, they extracted the likes of these statements that faith is two halves, half of it patience and half of it sabr. Naam. In addition to the ayah that we already heard from Surah Ibrahim, the Prophet وسلم, he said, Ajaban li amri mu'min, that it is amazing the affair of the believer. The affair of the believer is amazing. His situation is amazing. Naam. And, 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 and what is used here? Mu'min. The believer. And a believer is, is who? Is one who has iman. Is one who has faith. The believer is one who has faith. Naam. Right. Inna amrahu kullahu lahu khair. That verily his affair, all of it, for him is good. So the affair for the believer is all good. Walaysa dhalika li ahadin illa lil mu'min. Not for anyone except for the believer. The one who has faith. Naam. That is not for anyone except for the one who has faith. And then the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned two highlighting characteristics. In asabatsu sarra shakar fakana khayran lah. If he is touched with good times, he shows thanks. He shows gratitude. And that is better for him. So the first highlighting characteristic the Prophet Sallallahu he he mentioned was what? He shows thanks. He shows thanks. Naam. And that is better for him. وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ ضَرَّاءُ صَبَرُ فَكَانَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ And if he is touched with difficulty, he is patient. And that is better for him. So again, the Prophet ﷺ, he said that if he is touched with good times, he is thankful. Thankful. And that is better for him. And if he is touched with bad times, he is patient, and that is better for him. Hadith Rawahu Muslim. This hadith has been collected by Muslim, by Imam Muslim. So now, which two characteristics were pointed out by the Prophet that the believer, the one who has faith, has? Gratitude, thankfulness, right? And patience. So thankfulness and patience. These are the two characteristics that the Prophet ﷺ pointed out that the believer, the one who has faith, has. So when we look at these things, we realize that what? Yes. Showing thanks is religious. And even if a person, for argument's sake, were to say the kuffar don't view Thanksgiving as a religious holiday, as Muslims, we know showing thanks is an expression of our religion and is worship unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So despite what they may think, we have a way to show thanks that was taught to us by the Prophet ﷺ that was taught to us by Allah in the Quran. Why? Because showing thanks for us is religious. Even if a person were to argue and say, well, okay, not for them, well, it is for us. So because that is the case, then the only legitimate way that we will do that 
is by that which is taught to us in the Quran and in the Sunnah and we don't need anything else we need no other expressions to show our thanks and our religion our way of life is perfect so we don't need any additions from anyone else as relates to those things that we are commanded to do and commanded to establish so with this being the case then without doubt we realize that the practice and the celebration of thanksgiving is not permissible for the Muslims is not that which the, the Muslims should partake in in any which way shape and form because we have been shown how to show thanks and it's not by sitting around eating the likes of these foods gathered on this particular day but we show thanks every day the way that we have been taught in the book in the Sunnah and thus we are in no need of anything that the disbelievers they have in this affair and in in general this is just a reminder that I wanted to remind myself and the Muslims with in particular those here in America فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا